0: Hi, and welcome to the Spencer Lodge podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Lodge, and today we had the great fortune of interviewing Darren Winters, a phenomenal trader. Stocks, currencies, commodities, you name it, this guy knows how to trade. Not only has he got a great story, but he teaches people how they can make money trading on the markets. Let's get stuck into this right now. Cue the music. On the show. Thank you very much for coming on the show. I really appreciate okay. it. I've never ever seen you in real life apart from today, the first time I've seen you stand <laughs> on stage and present. And boy, you were impressive. Thank you. Yeah, it was a fun day today. It was, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the value that you bring to people when you talk about how, how you trade, do you make it seem so easy. Is that because it is, or is that just because you're a master of making things look easy?
1: <laughs> um, that definitely can be a lot easier than most people. who who kind of struggle and try and do it by themselves same as anything in life find something that works copy it keep it simple repeat it Um, yeah so it can be very easy if you learn the right things
0: how long have you been teaching people to trade
1: um must be getting on for 20
0: years now i think wow yeah that's a long time so where did it start what's the where did the journey begin for you in terms of teaching but i mean must have come from a place of being a trader yourself in the first place yeah
1: um yeah so to, to, to get onto the actually teaching, it was kind of by accident. So my story, super briefly, was um, found I wanted to get rich. I had no money, I was in debt, all kinds of things. And I found some of the best traders in the world, world champion traders, persuaded them to mentor me one-to-one, learned what they were doing, copied them, made millions of pounds. Um, and then people saw my life like massively improving, me buying all these expensive things, going on super holidays, and, and just said, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm trading, learn how to trade. And they were like, can you teach me? Got my mates around my house, taught them to trade. And it kind of grew from there. And then I accidentally ended up teaching a group of people. And they, they were like, oh, you should do training courses. And so I kind of got into doing the training for more and more people.
0: There's, there's naturally, when we go to school, subjects that we kind of lean into. Because yeah. we naturally have an interest in them and like them, and so the the, the whole mechanics of learning about it is a lot easier. It's almost mm. like I suppose stuff jumps out of the of the workbook at you much more than some other subjects where you're sitting there scratching your head, thinking, you know, chemistry and the periodic table for me was just one of those things. Oh, I don't get it. Is 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 this a subject matter that just came natural to you? Is it something that you picked up and because you had a great interest in it?
1: Um, I, I think I think not not at all actually okay, my, right. i didn't have any particular interest in stock market or finance or the economy i was I was literally at school looking for what's going to make me a lot of money in the easiest possible way and my parents um, both teachers school teachers and i, I we had a big family I have got two sisters a brother and my parents definitely weren't weren't wealthy we were we were okay but they couldn't I could see they couldn't afford a lot of things that we probably they would have wanted to give us. And I thought, okay, I've got, to, I've got to learn how to make money. I've got to be, I want to be rich when I'm older. And I was just looking for what would be a good way to do it, see movies with stockbrokers, making loads of money. I thought, okay, that looks good. I'm, perhaps I go down that route, so, but I had no interest in the subject, apart from I thought it would make me a lot of money.
0: Wow. And did you go to university?
1: I did, yeah, did I actually, um, I studied engineering. Well, actually I studied engineering for one year It was about 40 hours a week study, and I thought, wow, no way. I've come to university to have fun and party, and I switched courses. I actually did well in my first year of engineering, but I I went to careers, and I said, look, I want to swap. Uh, And I actually asked them the question. I said, which which course has the least number of hours study? Like, we're not not going (laughs) to let you swap because of that. I said, just tell me. They're like computer science, seven hours a week. I was like, okay, I'm going on that one. That's what I wanted to do. I like switched courses just because I, I thought in life, I know university, of course, is good for some jobs and you've got to do it, but my reason for going there was purely social. Um, I, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to do investing. So I thought I'm not going to need my degree education, but I want to have a good time. So minimum hours study, that'll, that'll be nice.
0: The, I mean, I interview a lot of people and there's a lot of this kind of rags to riches story that I hear or the ball born with a silver spoon in their mouth. And, and everyone's got a kind of a justification for each of those types of backgrounds. And then, yeah. then there's the people that life wasn't so bad, but it wasn't amazing. Yeah. And, and what, what's the story from coming from there? And you know, for you to say, I wanted to make a lot of money, mm. meant that you must have been influenced somewhere um, by what money could give you. Yeah. Can, can you remember back when you were younger to, to what that was? I, I think just
1: um, as I see, see my parents as teachers working really hard, and teachers, it's a tough job, a school teacher, because you, you're working all day, and then you've got homework, and you've got, you've got to work a lot, and I saw them working really hard, and not making much money, and I thought, flipping egg, that's, that's not how life's gotta be. You they had no free time, and not much money, and I thought, okay, I don't want that for myself. I, um, maybe that's part of what motivated me. I, I just, somehow I got in my head, you're only around on this earth for a certain amount of time, you better make sure you make the most of it and really go for it. And I, yeah, kind of. I got this in my head at school for some reason. I'm, I'm not entirely it's sure why. Unusual right. though, isn't it? It's
0: not 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 typical.
1: No, not typical. I mean, it's, my parents weren't weren't investors. They weren't entrepreneurs. They were just like regular teachers. Uh-huh. Um, but they they encouraged me when I came up with my crazy ideas. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go and learn from these investors. They like, yeah, go for it. Sounds sounds great. And so I think it was nice that they. They, they were open to that.
0: You've got brothers um, and sisters?
1: Yeah, so uh, two sisters, brother.
0: And what kind of things do they do?
1: Um, so, well, because I do what I do, I've taught them to trade, oh, which really? is kind of, <laughs> my, my brother um, taught him to trade about 15 years ago, and his lifestyle now, uh, since, since I taught him this, he spends five months a year skiing, snowboarding, bought himself an apartment in Alpe in France, beautiful apartment, incredible view. Uh, he spends five months a year in Portugal windsurfing bought himself a big villa in Portugal a swimming pool he's out there now and he spends two months a year in Pool Harbour windsurfing bought himself an apartment in Pool Harbour
0: yeah.
1: that's because I taught him to trade Wow. Um, <laughs> and he's, he's like even this week he was on the phone to me saying come on come out to Portugal it's beautiful out here I was like, yeah, that's because of <laughs> me. You got that? <laughs> so. yeah, well, that's interesting. You said, do you, do,
0: do, does he thank you, or do you remind him?
1: No, nah, he, do, he does thank me. He knows. He knows it's because of what I taught him. Yeah. yeah. Any sisters? Uh, so, yeah, sisters. Um, they. One of my sisters really loves this stuff. My funny, funny thing is, one of my sisters, she's um, really into horse riding, and she'd always wanted to set up a horse riding uh, retreat, I suppose. And through doing this, she was able to buy a field. Set up her stables, get her whole thing going, and she she said to me, um, Darren, I don't love trading, but I love the lifestyle it's given me, which I think is cool. I mean, you don't have to love it. No. Who, who cares? It takes it, my in total, my investing now takes me one two hours a week, and that's it. I do whatever I want. So, yeah, but yeah, my sisters they they, they enjoy what they do. It means
0: to an end for them, isn't it? Yeah. In that, yeah. that respect, I mean, now
1: now now that I've done it for years and made a lot of money from it, I enjoy it, because you start to associate, you make lots of money doing this, and it's, it's really fun for me now.
0: For me, I think that it was always a, a bit of a boring subject, to, yeah. you know, when I, when, I, when I was learning about that kind of stuff, because it, okay. it was, it, 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 it reminded me of math,
1: okay yeah and because K- it might have- K- kind of depends on the teacher i guess yeah, absolutely yes yeah.
0: <laughs> because
1: I, I, I quite often even today because i was giving this talk today quite a lot of people came up to me afterwards and said oh, it, i'd always thought it was so complicated and i i'd always been like really intimidated by it but hearing you talk i get it it's like so clear and so we, so part of it's down to
0: how it's taught i think when you look at the, the- China and the amount of retail investors they are that that compared to institutional investors in the West yeah it, looking at that percentage of, of, of retail investors being so high mm. it's almost like you need to find a bigger platform to be able to teach what you teach than the platform that you have because you've got a message of basically teaching people how to make money on the markets very simply mm. and most people I know for sure most people will go. Oh, that's not for me. I don't understand all that. That's 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 German, you know. That's gobbledygook. Mm. And the way you, I was watching you position it today. How can you get that message to more people? Yeah, you're on a stage and you're in front of you know a thousand people. Yeah. But how 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 can you multiply that out? How can you you know scale that?
1: Yeah, I, I mean the 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 kind of obvious way to scale it would be just having it as an online resource, which we which we do. We've got an online resource, but it's, it's not our main thing because it having someone with you in person is i think is always more powerful even if it's in a training course environment because they come out ask you questions you can sit with them help them so i really like that but to reach millions of people obviously it's going to be some kind of online training system training program which as i said we we do have part of that but we always try and include a bit of live stuff as well Uh, but yeah it's fun.
0: See, um, I think about that whole that thing that thing with e-learning. You're right. You know, learning a subject like that from from a, from a webinar or from, from, from videos online, for some people, they don't need to be in a room with the teacher. But for most of us, you're still, right. Still, that.
1: still like a bit of personal yeah. contact. And the I mean, we do webinars. I actually do a webinar, um, one a, a kind of big webinar once a month where I actually go through and find I go through real charts, real trades, and just go through saying all my analysis, saying, hey, this is what I think of this, this one's probably gonna take off and and that's really powerful. People seeing me doing it in front of them, live, going through choosing trades and things that that's super good.
0: Watching it go um, through at the same time, yeah that makes sense. Um, so you, you basically left university and you and you made a fortune overnight and you lived happily ever after.
1: <laughs> yeah, we wish
0: <laughs> What happened along the way? You're out of university, you learn to trade. Has it been plain sailing apart from the odd hiccup here and there? Or have you had? No,
1: no, not at all, not at all. So no, like no, and I think for most entrepreneurs, investors, it's, it's never straight to that maybe. But for, for me, um, left university, didn't want to get a job, but I did, I got a lot of really rubbish jobs to start off with just to kind of tick over while I was looking for something. Worked in McDonald's, uh, worked in a factory, soldering circuit boards. Um, I, you know, I was working on a farm, picking vegetables, pulling up leeks in the winter, f- freezing my hands off and worked in a bar. Um, but in my mind, that, that wasn't the job, that was just to keep me going. Um, start, started a business with two of my friends, two of my university friends, computer software business, travel management software, um, and just, that became very successful. We were actually the number one in the UK, at um, one stage for travel management software. Wow. Um, and then we went uh, bankrupt. We overexpanded, took on too many staff, took on big fancy offices. And we were, we were kind of novice business people. So we, did, we didn't really know what we were doing. We were just lucky for the first bit of it. Um, went bankrupt, uh, quarter of a million pound debt. Um, personally, I was in a lot of debt um, and we were basically screwed. <laughs> um, and uh, at, at that stage, I thought, I, I just started learning the stock market investing on the side of running the business and it had just started going well. And I thought, oh my God, that's so good timing that I've now got another stream of income to to try and dig me out of this hole. Mm -hmm. Um, I started trading ups and downs, um, like most people when they're learning, made some mistakes, lost a bit, made a bit. Um, The big difference was when I decided I was gonna find the best people in the world and copy them. And I just went out there, chose a couple of the actual world trading champions, Um, found them and said, look, you've got to teach me. It wasn't quite that easy to (laughs) a lot of persuading, but um, yeah, got them to teach me and I I just basically copied copied the strategies, applied them, and from there, from real struggling, that was about 50 grand in personal debt, went on to make millions of pounds pretty quickly over the next few years.
0: It's funny, isn't it, how you went out and copied people that that, that were successful at it. I, I say to people all the time, just copy what I'm doing. Yeah, you don't have to be original. Yeah, <laughs> if what I'm doing is the right thing for you, just copy, just steal it. You know, I don't mind. Just copy that. It's exactly fine with me. And I suppose that you've gone out and you've learned from these guys that knew exactly what they were doing, and all you're just giving is, is is that knowledge plus your flavour to it on top of it for yeah. people to learn from.
1: It's come. I, I learned from a lot of the best traders in the world personally, like one to one, and then like I can the best of everything they were doing, simplified it and put it in a way that kind of anyone could understand. Because when they were teaching me, some of these guys, they're super good investors, but they teach me and I go, I just have got no idea what you just said. I don't understand anything you said. And I'd have to try to figure it out. And I think because my parents were teachers and they were good teachers, I got used to trying to simplify things and make them clear. Mm -hmm. And I was able to take everything together, make it super simple. And and now, um, I said today when I was giving my talk, I teach. Uh, free free training courses for children mm-hmm. to teach them investing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I first taught the course for children, I realized that even though what I was teaching was really simple, it still needed to be simplified further for 10 for year old kids to get it. And that was real eye opener for me. And I had to re kind of work how I explain the strategies and and now I can teach it to kids and they get it in a couple of hours. It's so easy to teach adults this stuff, um, but going through that process is kind of fun. and. Taught, taught me how to simplify things even more. Do you remember what the worst investment decision was that you made? Um, yeah, definitely. Not not for, for stock, stock market, Forex, yeah. all that side of things. Um, there's one on property, which I remember. So I was looking to buy an office um, in, actually in Bermondsey in London, and I did end up buying an office. It turned out to be a super good investment, which was fine, uh, but the place I was, I was choosing between two different investments. What, the one that I turned down has now got planning permission. They've actually finished the build and they built a billion pound tower block.
0: Oh, really? And
1: I, I could have bought the plot for five million and I just think oh my god <laughs> I was choosing between these two possible plus, and, I mean I say it's a, ba- a bad investment a bad choice the one I got was actually really good but I think oh my god that, was, that was like a, a billion pound opportunity that I missed because I made it. the wrong choices like
0: that's what that's down not far from the Shard Tower bridge and that kind of stuff. yeah
1: so so on the drive to my office I drive past the tower that they built <laughs> oh,
0: no, you so every them.
1: every time I go there I get reminded that <laughs> I, I could have made like a billion quid on there <laughs> but what the heck I mean, and the
0: best decision
1: best investment um, decision best investment decision um, I mean I, I would say my training and learning I, I, I go on lots of training courses and I get mentored by all kinds of people best investment I've ever made is in myself learning this stuff because you learn once you've got it forever
0: yeah um yeah
1: super valuable
0: and how many people have you <clears throat> now trained over the years it must be thousands
1: yeah so people who've actually seen me in person for for training is probably close to half a million
0: now half a million people <laughs> yeah that's incredible isn't it
1: so yeah it's a lot a lot of people um, which, is which, incredible. which is I mean, it's really nice because when when i'm at speaking at an event like i was today and Usually before I go on stage or when I come off on stage, I get loads of people coming up to me saying, oh, "I done your course. I'm making this money. I'm so
0: good. Can I? Can I take a no, picture with you?" A lady you and... that came up to me She's while you were talking. The lady came up to me. She goes, oh, "I'm one of his clients. Would you like me to go on stage and be a referral?" Oh for yeah, him? Cool. And I'm like, oh, well, you're yeah. talking right now. I can't." But yeah, there were <laughs> yeah. Even doing that to me, which is
1: fantastic. I even now because I've spoken to lots of people. I would say every other time I go out and I'm just walking down the street, someone will stop me and say, do you know, I've done this, and I've made this happen. That That's so good, that feels so good to hear that. So I, I love it, um, helping helping people
0: get this stuff. When you're a trader, I suppose, and teaching what you do, you don't you, you don't have a retirement, do you? It's kind of like you never retire and you're always retired. It's almost the same. I mean, there's
1: nothing to retire from. Is yeah.
0: yeah I, I my, as I was telling people today,
1: my current lifestyle is, Every year, I usually take about four months off and I go snowboarding because I love snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go all different places. Went to Japan one year for a bit of heli, heli snowboarding. Just booked Alaska for next year. So i oh, cool. got some friends who are really into snowboarding as well. So we all go out and have a crazy time. Uh, in the summer, I take two or three months off and just travel around. Uh, my, kid, my kids still go to school in London, so i kind of got to be based here. Mm-hmm. But, but I love London anyway. It's always lively, lots going on.
0: That's great, sissy. Um, and when you think about the, the what, what are the biggest mistakes that people make that maybe sign up and work with you as a as a mentor? Yeah. Of course, we we all want the kind of la pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. But yeah. I know for a fact that doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. Why does that not work for everybody? Where do they where do they go wrong?
1: Yeah. So so the big one when it comes to investing is um, I mean f- first of all you you got to um, help the person believe that it's possible because then that changes their mindset so they're in the right mindset. Because if someone goes into it and they're like, oh, I don't know if it's gonna work anyway, it kind of screws them up straight away. Mm-hmm. So part of what I do now is it the three-day training course, I always do some live trades in front of them mm-hmm. to show them that, look, this works. There's no question about it, it works. And like today, I showed, showed the whole audience my trading account for the last two weeks um, just to prove to them that I walk my talk and it works. So you've got to get that belief first of all, but then the mistake that people make sometimes is they let their emotions take over. Mm-hmm. And with investing, two big emotions are fear and greed. Mm-hmm. And they've got the rules, and they've learned the rules, they've been on the course, and they know what to do, and they'll go into a trade, real money, and they go, okay, I know I should do this, but it's, it's gone down a little bit, and I know I should get out there, but I'm not gonna, because I don't want like to lose it. that little bit, and it will go back up, and oh, I'll leave it for now. And then it drops a bit further, and like, okay i'm definitely not getting out now and they drops. so it's, it's emotions basically um, emotions take over fear and greed and they break the rules and it, but
0: they they those as two characteristics in human beings are very very powerful aren't they yeah you know you, oh seriously, you know you, you just, to manage someone's psychology around you know, the opportunity to, to make money everyone's greedy about that <laughs> and, and, and not wanting to get out when it's going down I mean I, I know I, as you explained that to me, I almost felt it <laughs> it's that to me it's that strong, but
1: the thing, the thing with the stock market is it's it's kind of set up in a way so that what we naturally want to do we will do exactly the wrong thing without without like training and following rules people generally do exactly the wrong thing which is why a lot of people who go into investing lose, lose money unless they've learned how to do it properly I think I don't know if you were listening when I, I said a statistic I said 95% of traders and investors lose money and I said when I heard that statistic I got excited because I thought where's all that money going to it's going to the 5% who you know what they're doing so if I can get into that 5% it's going to be an incredible amount of money coming my way yeah. it's because most people naturally just do the wrong thing So the way that I've tried to check people do it properly is when I've taught them all the rules and what to do, I say, what you've got to do is write down these most important rules on a piece of paper, stick it on your desk, just before you're about to do a trade, you've got to tick off each of these things. And if you haven't ticked them all off, don't do the trade. Because then they're forced to follow these rules instead of going emotionally making decisions, which... Emotional decisions when it comes to investing is not, not a good thing. No. So.
0: Do you think it's possible for everyone to make money?
1: Um, if they follow the rules, yes. With, with investing, the thing is, you're getting probability on your side. No one will make money every time. Um, but as long as you're making money more than more times than you're losing, that's it. That's what you're after. Probability on your side, the more you trade, the more money you make. And yeah, that's, that's what all the strategies and techniques are
0: aiming to get probability on your side. How do you compete with the, the world of digital currencies, Bitcoin and everything else nowadays? Is that okay. part of what you have to consider or do you eliminate them?
1: Um I mean, I, the strategies that I teach can be used to trade cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum and all these. What I say to people is uh, to be careful because they're more volatile, bigger price moves, which means they're more risky because you've got to have your stop to protect you further away in case it just does some big move can make good money using them, and I have. I've made money as they've gone up, I've made even more money as they came down. Um, But I'd say with a small part of your portfolio, because it is high risk. Um, But yeah, I mean, they're fine. It's, it's It's not really competing with stock market, it's just another Another investment.
0: And does the majority of your advice work and uh, focus, and the training focus on the stock market, or are you focused on commodities, hard and soft commodities, and everything?
1: else? Um, everything, because I, 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 I personally invest in everything. So, stock market, forex, commodities, indices, um, yeah, the, the, the whole lot really, and crypto, of course. Uh, yeah, so it's almost almost exactly the same strategies work across all of those, because the price movements that you see in charts is due to mass human psychology. And we're, we're all trading the same thing, so it's the same psychology repeating, the same patterns
0: that occur. Um, yeah, so you can apply it to anything. My audience in Dubai, I think, would benefit from sitting in a room with you and yeah. listening to you teach that kind of stuff. Are you, are you someone that travels outside of the UK and you can teach this kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah I do, yeah. I, yeah. So,
1: quite, quite often I'm in Dubai, not, not teaching, I just really like Dubai. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, absolutely, it would, of course, it would, it would work. And It'd be great to get, love, you, get love, you in a room to,
0: with a couple of hundred people that, I, that, that that know me and just sit down and teach them what you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah be, be very up for that. It'd be a great thing to look, mm. to do. Good. How can people get hold of you?
1: Um, yeah, to get hold of us, uh, probably my, my main website, darrenwinters.com. Okay. Um, just Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N, Winters W I N T E R S dot yeah. com, and it's got all my details and everything. And
0: stick it on yeah. there. Okay, we'll put that to the to the link of the podcast as well, so people can follow it. Yeah, cool. I know that you're off his Father's Day like it is for me. It's yeah. fun for your kids, So I won't keep yeah. you any longer. I just want to say thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me. It's been great chatting to you today, and now I've put a face to the name. I feel <laughs> been a whole lot better about it. And uh, yeah, thanks for keeping investing simple for me to understand too.
1: Yeah, great. Well, great to meet you, and thank you for bringing me on the podcast. No worries. Yeah, cool. Thank you.
0: We'll <tune sound>